Hi guys, and welcome to Just Thinking Out Loud with Tashana. This podcast is all about spiritual growth as well as personal growth. Hi guys, and welcome to this episode of Just Thinking Out Loud. I'm your host, Tashana. Um, we're just going to jump right into this week's topic, or I shouldn't say this week. <laughs> I'm just going to say this segment's topic or this episode, the topic for this episode. Um, because the, even though I don't mean them to be, the episodes are kind of very drawn out. I'm sorry about that. So I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, an article that I read. And the article that I read was talking about limited beliefs and it was talking about, um, how that, directly correlates or indirectly correlates to our Christian walk. And as Christians, um, how we should not have any limited beliefs. And so I wanted to deep dive a little bit into that. And it got me to thinking and looking into scriptures in regards to, um, as a Christian, like how does, how do limited beliefs affect my faith walk? What does that say about my faith walk? Um, if I allowed my limited to believe beliefs to block, to block me, right. To, to, if I allow my limited beliefs to box me in. So the first thing is, let me tell you a little bit about what limited beliefs are. Again, um, we all have them, even though as Christians, well, we'll get into that. We all have them. And what limited beliefs are, are they're basically just the assumptions we make about the world. Right. They come from learned experiences. They are um, the result of our cultural and our environment that we grew up in. Um, And our values, our core values come from our beliefs. Right. So our core values are things that are important to us. Right. So my core value would be based off of the values of Christianity. Those are my core values. Um, A lot of my core values will come from that, right? Because what the Bible says is what I'm going to hold to or hold myself to and what I hold the world to, right? So my core values are biblically based, are based from the Bible. Um, Empowering beliefs and supportive beliefs are um, surrounding um, just your limited beliefs, your lim- what your limited beliefs are. So um, again, your limited beliefs are um, a- the assumptions that we make about the world. And so empowering beliefs would be I any kind of I statements. Um, I am resilient. I am wonderful. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, supportive beliefs can be positive or negative. So <clears throat> if there's a negative belief, then the supportive belief, like if there's a negative belief, like I can't do anything right. The supportive belief would be, um, I can't do anything right. Um, everyone else says that, um, I'm a failure, right? I'm a failure. And everyone else says that I'm a failure too. And so that would be the supportive, the supportive belief would be that last portion. Everyone else believes that I'm a failure too. Um, and so that's the supportive belief. That's a supportive belief. That's an example. Um, I hope that was clear. I'm just giving you guys like a rough, rough overview. Cause I don't want to go too deep into it, but cause I really want to jump into 
the Christian, how limiting beliefs um, bump up against our Christian beliefs um, and what that means for our faith. And so as a Christian, we all believe that God is there for us and he provides for us. So how can we, um, how can we have worries or how can we allow our limited beliefs to box us in when God has already said that um, he's laid these things out for us and all we have to do is believe, have mustard seed faith and these things will come about, right? I mean, there are some other, some things in the Bible, there are not restrictions, but there are, um, there are other things that come along with it. You do this before you can do this um, or get this. Um, so I was talking to, <clears throat> I found it interesting. I was talking to my mom a little bit about this and she is a pastor. Um, so I wanted an actual pastoral or theological perspective on this, not just my, well, I knew my thoughts. But I wanted a deeper and I can I'll bring I could I probably will bring her on the next an, another um, episode so we could talk a little bit more about this because she really gave me a good perspective on this. And we were able to really discuss this in depth um, about how as Christians, um, we have to realize that we are weak and we have to operate off of um more than ourselves, meaning we have to operate off of the Holy Spirit. We have to operate off of knowing that you can achieve um, what you're working towards as long as you're in the purpose that God or the plan that God has laid out for you, right? So we also have to know that um, we have to operate out, out of discernment, right? God has brought these things and put these things out for us to operate out of. Um, limiting beliefs are self-created doctrines or self-created ideas that we have created that have, that we use again to box us in. So as Christians, we're supposed to have faith enough and we're supposed to trust God and believe that God gives us strength, right? We're all human again, which is why we all have, or we all allow at certain times, these limited beliefs to box us in. We allow these limited beliefs to cause us to be stagnant. Um, and we can call these limited beliefs doubt. We can call these limited beliefs worry. Um, we can call these limited beliefs playing small. Um, we can call these limited beliefs a couple of different things. They take a couple of different forms, self-sabotage. Um, they come in different forms, um, feeling that you may not be worthy of certain things. Um, so those things fall under the umbrella of limited beliefs, right? Because we're doubting that we can do things that biblically God already said and provided the guidance and the direction in the Bible for us to be able to do. So even, but even the most devout Christians at times are low in faith, right? So limited, if you're, if you're allowing your limited beliefs, and this is kind of what the article was saying, if you are allowing your limited beliefs um, or if you're 
trust if your um limited beliefs basically are higher than than your faith, then what is that saying about you as a Christian? If you're allowing your limited limited beliefs to block you and stagnate you and paralyze you, what is that saying about you as a Christian and your faith walk? I thought it was interesting. I was like, "Oh, okay. I can I can get it." I mean, I see that that of course, you know, as Christians we we as humans, we're weak. Um, we're not God. God is God. Um, and I just find it interesting that, again, <clears throat> the word of God biblically has provided us tools to overcome our limited beliefs because he created us. He knows that, you know, where things happen in the Bible and we call well, not we, Adam and Eve, they cause these um limited beliefs, this self-doubt, this worry, you know, though all those things then crept in on us in the beginning in Genesis when they um, bit into the apple and went against what God told them. Um, so now we have things where we're dealing with things that we shouldn't have been dealing with. I mean, initially when he created us, we weren't supposed to be dealing with this. We were worry-free, we were carefree, you know, all those things. But um, they are examples. And my mom gave me these. Um, She actually found some notes as we were talking. She was cleaning out um, her office and she found some notes that she had written back in 2015, which I was like, whoa, you know, that wasn't nothing but God. Because we I literally called and said, hey, mom, what do you think about this topic? And she was like, oh, I literally just, you know, opened this book and look what I wrote. And so we got to going back and forth about it. And she was talking about how um, she was talking about how Caleb and Joshua, they were um, the two out of the 12. They believed that they would see the land filled with milk and honey, even though God told them, you know, go to this land. There were a couple of them that said, but there are giants there. They're bigger than us. You know, um, even though he told them this is yours, it's yours for the taking. They used their eyes and they saw instead of using their spiritual eyes and using discernment and using um, godly wisdom. I mean, God said it's yours for the taking. So they pretty much just needed to go take it. But they allowed their limited beliefs. They allowed their self-doubt. They allowed the belief that, oh, my gosh, they're bigger than us. They're stronger than us. Even though God said that it is ours, they put a but around that. But they're bigger. But they appear stronger. But, you know, they allowed those all that but. That but is the introduction of limited beliefs. They allowed that to block them from their blessing. So the two out of the twelve. Only two out of the 12 believed. So the other 10 did not believe because they allowed they allowed their limited beliefs to block them in. They allowed their limited beliefs to keep them from their blessing. Right. Um, Romans 12, 1 and 2. Lord, elevate my mind. So that's why we constantly have to renew our mind and elevate our mind so that it's constantly um, clearing out those limited beliefs. It's a constant reminder that God is in control. God is our provider. We're not in control, right? And with us not being in control, us knowing that God has now drawn out and laid out the path, why are we now allowing our stinking thinking to corrupt 
what God has already laid out because that's all the limited beliefs are, our stinking thinking that we're now allowing to corrupt and poison and put bitter, like um, causing us to, to second guess. It's causing us to second guess what God has already said and what God has already ordained for us, right? So what it does is basically like the children of Israel, when they came out of Egypt, um, and they walked around for 40 years in the wilderness. And what, it was a trip, I think, that should have taken, what, three days? I'm not a, a Bible scholar, um, but it, sh- it should have taken three days. But it took them 40 years. It took them 40 years for a three-day trip because their limited beliefs caused them to be stagnant. So they literally, what should have taken three days, took 40 years. And some of them didn't even see it. They didn't even get to where they were supposed to go. They didn't see the promised land because they allowed their limited beliefs to keep them stagnant, to keep them afraid, to keep them complaining even though God said, I'm going to do this for you. This is done. Now we still worrying about it. We're still complaining about it. Oh, I don't know when it's going to get done. Oh, I don't know if it's really going to get done. Oh, you know, if I do this, um, trying to trying to rush God. If I do this, let me put my hand in this to get it done. And then we, we mess it up. And now it's a setback. But had we just left it alone or had we did what God told us to do, or had we not allowed our limited beliefs to block us in, then what would have taken three days, you know, has now instead taken us or what would have yeah, would have taken three days has now instead taken us 40 years or 40 days or six months or 10 years because we did weren't being obedient and we allow our limiting beliefs to block us. Right. So Romans 12, 1, 2, again, 1 through, no, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 2, talk about the Lord elevating our mind, right? Um, Proverbs 13 and 9 is another scripture um, that you can go deep dive a little bit more into. Um, Faith without works, which is not, I mean, faith without works is dead. Right. Faith without works is there. That's one of my favorite sayings. I know that's a lot of people's faith. That's one of the easiest, I think, scriptures to remember is um, faith, faith without works is dead. But faith without works, without action is dead, meaning stagnant, meaning you're not going to move. So if you put insert that limited belief in there and don't put any work. Right. You don't put any work. You allow the limited belief to stagnate you. Guess what's going to happen? It's not going to move. It's not going to go nowhere. You're going to stay still. You're going to stay in the same place. You're not going to reach a goal. Because you're not putting any action with that faith. The two have to go together. I'm going to say it again. The two, I feel like I'm... The two have the two have to go together. The two have to go together. Faith without works is dead. How can you ha- have works with limited beliefs? Is it possible? I want to hear from you guys. 
leave me a message. I, I put the link in um, the bio of the profile or you can go to anchor.fm slash just J-U-S thinking out loud slash message. I want to hear from you guys. What do you think? What is what are your thoughts on it? How can you have works with limited beliefs? Can we as Christians have works with limited beliefs? I don't know. John Maxwell said, um, I have a quote here, but I can't even read my handwriting. John Maxwell said, um, change is personal, change is possible, and change is profitable. But we have to emancipate our minds. We have to emancipate our minds first in order to change. You cannot do any, no any, no kind of change is going to take place. No kind of goals are going to be reached if you can't emancipate and free your mind first. We have to constantly renew our minds. That's where that Romans 12, 1 and verse 1 through 2 comes in. Lord, elevate my mind. Because we always want to make sure we're doing it biblically, right? And according to what God says. Um, My mom was also talking to me about David and Saul and how... um, David, when he was going to battle, Saul was like, hey, take my armor. Right. And David was like, nah, I can't fight Goliath in that. I can't fight the Philistines in that. That's not I mean, it was heavy. It wasn't it wasn't him. He couldn't move. He couldn't bob. He couldn't weave. He couldn't you know, he wasn't light on his feet. He said, I'm going to put on my regular clothes and I'm just going to take this slingshot with me. And I'm good because I know God has me. Right. I'm good. I don't need your armor. I don't need to put on your thoughts. I don't need to put on your belief system. I don't need you to put your doubts on me. When people put their, a lot of times as children um, or in growing up, again, we allow other people's thoughts to embed in us. And we allow, we internalize those things. And they become a part of us. And they, again, are linked to our limited beliefs one of um one of the things that um create help create our belief systems are our our cultural and and our environment it's our culture and our environment and our learned experiences those things develop our limited beliefs Saul's limited belief was his armor in order to go fight I have to have on this armor David's belief was like nah no 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 That's not what God told me to do. That's not how I'm going to fight this thing. I know God is with me. So I'm going to go with my own belief system. Right? I have faith that God is going to protect me. I don't need to put on your belief system. I'm good. Keep your stinking thinking to yourself. Keep your heavy armor. Keep all that to yourself. Keep your heavy sword. Keep all that to yourself because it was just going to weigh him down which is what other people's um, negative opinions, other people's limited beliefs, those things, all those things do is when you internalize them, they weigh you down. They weigh you down. And now you have to take time to heal yourself. You have to take time to rid yourself of those limited beliefs. You have to shed those things before you can move forward And continue to grow in your faith. 
so you can move forward into what God has for you, right? And so you can move forward and reach those goals that you know that you're supposed to obtain before you can move forward and obtain those things that God has told you that you're supposed to do. But you have to shed those limited beliefs, right? We have to change those things. So again, as Christians, how can we have works with limited beliefs? Is it possible? Is it possible? I don't know. I don't know if it's, I don't think, well, I do know, but I'm just saying, I, you tell me what are your thoughts on it what are your thoughts on it because there's nothing tangible that we can provide for ourselves we have to have faith and trust and allowing our limited belief system to um be bigger than our faith and our trust says something it says something it says something about our faith walk and i'm not trying to attack anybody here because I'm talking to myself as well. But we have to learn how to reach out beyond ourselves. We have to learn how to reach out beyond ourselves. Um, and we know that, um, Lord, I just lost my whole train of thought. I'm going to come back to that thought in a minute. I just lost my complete train of thought. Um, but again, I'm going to go to a quick break. Hopefully that thought will come back to me because I, I, I know it's something that's really powerful and that's really wonderful. So um, before I go to the break, I just want to say if there's any kind of doubt that you're going through, don't doubt. Don't think that. Um, don't think that you can't make it because you can make it and you can make it because the word of God already says it. Right. So it already provides us with guidance and direction. But we just have to change our mindset and get rid of those limited beliefs. And when I come back from the break and I'm going to remember, hopefully I'll remember what I was going to say, complete that thought. Um, I'm going to give two steps on how to rid ourselves of those limited beliefs. So that we can now walk into our purpose. So that we can now do what I call living beyond the red door. And what's the red door? Red door are our limited beliefs. The red door is obstacles. The red door is our challenges that are keeping us from walking in our purpose. That are keeping us from reaching our goals. That's what I call the red door. So I, in the next, um, after I come back from the break, we'll talk about um, going beyond and how to rid ourselves of the limited beliefs so that we can start living beyond the red door. Sit tight. I'll be right back. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for hanging in there with me. We're back. And so as before the break, I said that I was going to give you two steps um, for getting rid of or assisting in changing your limiting beliefs. Um, I have an accent, y'all, so it's limiting beliefs. I know it sounds like I'm saying limited, but it's limiting. <laughs> um, and so the first thing you want to do is identify. We want to identify where those limited beliefs are coming from. 
Um, because again, in defining limiting beliefs, we know that they can be cultural. We know that they can be environmental. We know that um, in growing up, other people's uh, ideas and their thoughts can be pressed upon us. And then now they become our beliefs. But we need to base our beliefs um, off of our personal relationship or our personal walk with God. Again, going back to David and Saul. Saul based his personal belief, his limiting beliefs off of winning battles with um, his armor, right? Back to the armor thing, his limiting beliefs, which almost, which could have cost David his life was the armor. He wanted David to wear that armor. And David was like, nah, I'm not wearing this because this is going to slow me down. I can't move in this. I can't do anything in this. This is not me. He knew in his personal walk with God that God told him to be exactly who he wanted him to be, who he ordained him to be. He wasn't Saul. He wasn't an armor bearing, sword swinging warrior. He was David, who was powerful in his own right, who was powerful in his own vein. He wanted, he was in his mind, he was who God had already created him to be. So he wanted to walk in that. He wanted to walk in his authenticity, right? His belief system. He based, he based that off of his personal walk with God. He knew that God had his back. So he said, no, nah, I'm going to walk and fight. Just I'm going to be me because I know God has me. I know God is holding me down. Right. So he based that off of his personal belief and his um his personal walk with God, his personal experiences with God. Not the experiences of others. So we have to clear that out. And we want to always start with prayer and fasting. Because fast, fasting, we know, breaks the yokes of those things. And prayer they, and, and fasting together help renew our mind. And again, it's going to take the renewing, the spiritual renewing of your mind to cleanse your mind of these limited beliefs. Because we want to make sure that our faith is growing, our empowering beliefs are growing, and that our limited beliefs are shrinking, right? We want to make sure they're shrinking. You also want to make sure that you ask yourself, is it improving the quality of my life or not? Are these beliefs actually adding to my life? Take a, I'm taking a page out of Marie Kondo. If y'all have ever seen Marie Kondo and how she organizes people's houses and stuff, now I don't subscribe to talking to, talking to clothes and all that stuff, but I mean, it's interesting, but I, I don't subscribe to that. But she's, she always asks the people, how does it make you feel? Like holding on to these things, these remnants, these little trinkets, how does it make you feel? Does it make you feel joyous? Is it improving the quality of your life? Now, I'm not saying going off your feeling, but what I'm saying is ask yourself, is, are those beliefs that you're holding on to contributing to the quality of your life? If they're not improving the quality of your life, if they are not bringing positivity into your life, if they are not bringing joyous emotions into your life, then you need to consult Holy Spirit and you need to say, I'm going to get rid of these limiting beliefs. And you want to create beliefs that or ask God to give you beliefs that will improve your quality of life. 
And always want to make sure that we're using biblical references as evidence to support the actions of the directions that we're going into. When God says do this, God always provides the provision. He always is going to provide the provision, right? So there's always going to be some supportive evidence behind for it. There's always going to be supportive evidence for it. So those are the two tidbits you want to identify where the limiting beliefs are coming from. And you want to ask yourself, if it's not improving the quality of my life, then consult with Holy Spirit, use discernment, pray and ask God, Lord God, remove these things. And in their place, put in beliefs that will improve my quality of life. And and he's not going to put anything that's not biblically, obviously biblically based. Um, that's coming from his word that's not built in him into your life he's not obviously he's not gonna do that i call it redefining your freedom why do i call it redefining your freedom again because we're learning to live beyond this red door so it's redefining your freedom like the children of israel when they were coming out of egypt And they had to break free of that slave mentality. They had to break free of that bondage mentality in order to walk into the fullness and walk into um, walk into the promised land to get what God had for them. They had to break free of that mindset. And you do that by growing your vision that God has given you and not the vision that others have for you. And in order to do that, we got to. Break free of those limiting beliefs. Got to break free of those limited beliefs. And that's the only way you can do that. I always want to make sure we're renewing our mind according to um, God's word. I always want to make sure we're renewing our mind and we're consulting God on the best way to get rid of these limiting beliefs. A lot of people say do this, do that. But of course, we want to make sure that God is our source. Everything comes from God. Everything. Everything comes from God. And again, we want to operate off of knowing that we can achieve anything we want to achieve. That's according to God's will for our life when we're walking in our purpose. But we have to break free of these limiting beliefs. Faith and trust. Faith and trust are key. Faith and trust are key. Right. In order to break free from these limiting beliefs. Joyce Myers has a very, very good book called Mind is a Mind is the Battlefield of Our Lives. Excellent book. You guys should read it. Excellent book. If you're interested in um, breaking free and you're more you're interested in limiting beliefs, it's, a, it's an excellent, excellent book. Um. After this, I'm I'm going to do actually I'm just going to do the wrap up. This is my wrap up. This is the wrap up. I normally do like a second little little wrap up segment, but I believe I just say everything that I have to give. That is um yeah. Guys, in order to break free, in order to redefine your freedom, in order to walk in your truth, And grow the vision that God has given you and not the vision of others. You have to break free of those limiting 
beliefs. Stepping into the new you is going to cause you to shed that old skin. It's going to cause you to get rid of those limiting beliefs. It's going to cause you to transform your mind and renew your spirit. It's going to cause you to be a new you. But that's what it's going to take to go and grow in the vision that God has for you. That's what it's going to take to get to get there. So again, I am Tashana signing out of this episode of Just Thinking Out Loud. Thank you guys so much for hanging in there with me. Thank you for rocking with me and good night.